0: Washington District of Columbia.
1: We are the Capitol Steps.
2: Nine thirty club. Let's go! It is of course a joy and a pleasure to be back in our favorite city in America. Washington, J.C., the city just renamed for the late Senator John McCain. R.I.P. R.I.P. to a real one. It is, like I said, uh, wonderful to be back here in uh, J.C. Already, uh, D.C. just keeps kicking our ass. D.C. stays winning. And honestly, we are already in full Podhoretz mode because... Uh, Nando's fucked up our dinner order before we got here, so we did not get our cheeky Nando's.
3: It was a very uncheeky experience. They did remember to bring us the bottle of peri peri sauce, though. Yeah, that was my pregame.
4: <laughs> Living in DC, every day of your life is like being. Uh, in a movie where you are Paul Giamatti and he's the protagonist. Just constant small indignities that make you question the meaning of your life. It's a Giamatti VR. (laughs) Damn, I hate Giamatti 2K8. (laughs)
2: <laughs> they just
4: update a few cosmetic features and There's another Proud Boy March downtown That's fucking great
2: <laughs> you, you thought More I... fucking Proud Boys in my bar <laughs> You thought I meant my man's Giamatti Foe uh, No, it, it's, it's awesome to be here In the city that is literally A laid out like a pentagram To be like in It's the, an occult portal to be in the, It literally is you live in a hell mouth To be in the middle of a literal goat's head as it's being consumed by a deafening, clattering horde of cicadas in 95-degree weather. DC, let's go.
0: Yes, but they have a thriving uh, small plate eatery scene. More than makes up for it.
2: We, of course, were going to uh, begin tonight's show by burning a giant pile of Nike sneakers in front of you on the stage. However, uh, the venue and our opening act, Great White, convinced us not to go that route. However, though, we are in luck because uh, right as we were on our way over here, we did see a fantastic missive penned by friend of the show, Michael Flynn Jr., I don't know if you saw this, but uh, he did his own version of the Nike Colin Kaepernick, uh, you know, Believe in Something Even If You Sacrifice Everything. But it was just a photo of his dad, Michael Flynn. Believe in trying to kidnap a foreign national with a giant butterfly net.
0: And then immediately roll on everyone to avoid going to jail.
2: Yeah, his version of Sacrifice Everything was um, just become a snitch i mean that was sacrificing everything uh you're very lucky though uh to be here tonight we're here yeah well i was gonna say uh it's been a little bit of kismet uh a certain special guest has opened up for us i won't spoil it but i'll just say the new yorker festival's loss is our game (laughs) steve bannon ladies and gentlemen come. come on out come on out no it's no, no. but wouldn't that have been
0: hilarious <laughs> especially if he came rolling in in a beer barrel and it
2: just exploded in the middle of the stage so uh, like I said it's great to be here in Washington, J.C. Um, we uh, you know we flew in from Dubai today <laughs> and <clears throat> we're fine don't and, worry about it and boy are my flesh and organs tired I, don't I mean,
0: know. I don't want to freak people out, but that's literally how the strain starts. If anybody saw the strain, that's how it starts.
2: No. Uh, Good knowing you, everybody. We, we drove down uh, from New York yesterday. Uh, we drove down, and we had a, a lovely car trip down here to D.C., uh, our favorite part of which was, of course, driving through the great state of Delaware, Delaware was fantastic, because uh, while we were driving through, uh, you know, Felix, of course, continued to do his bit, uh, as a good friend that he is, of making all of our brains much, much stronger. <laughs> if you destroy your brain, it grows back twice as strong. So Felix continues <laughs> to infect us with his uh, brain viruses related to video games. You and know, now- so you don't have to read books anymore? You're welcome, dude. I mean, it is. it does happen. I tried to
0: floss before I went to bed last night, and I just ended up doing some stupid dance.
5: <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Jesus, Matt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who let the dogs out?
4: <laughs>
2: no, it was great because, you know, like I said, Felix has infected us, and now I can literally not distinguish between reality and video games which yeah, we live in existence mm, basically which was good because the entire state of delaware is only populated by npcs
4: yeah like everyone everyone we saw in delaware had about 20 hit points <laughs> yeah you could it, it, take it, them out just like knock on the head yeah, they were they were like clipping into the sidewalk everyone in Delaware looked like they give you fucking side quests
3: I mean you knew they were about to ask you to collect their chickens
4: Yeah, I mean and we said
0: that as a joke but we were saying Felix was talking about this before we made it even into the sideways of Delaware and then we got lost for a minute and we had to go through a small town like we were by a small town we went by the small town main drag and then we were in a residential area and I swear to God we drove by a man who was just standing there in front of his house. Wait, I'll he emulate didn't the ha-
3: posture. I'll yeah. emulate the posture.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he did not have a phone. He wasn't smoking. He no. wasn't talking to anyone else. He was, else. He was standing stock still and staring straight ahead like he's waiting for you to come up to him and ask him about, like, the dark enchanted forest outside of town.
2: Oh, hello. The thing Ch- is,
3: I saw him first, and I kind of panicked because Felix had just finished his, uh, like, description of of what Delaware was, and I was like, oh, my God, other people see him, right? It's not just me. Uh, Luckily, we
2: were able to approach him. Uh, He sent us into the haunted forest to retrieve his prized sow. Uh, Yeah, I cleaned up in three-card Monty against him. uh, And we received the shiny gemstone for our troubles.
4: Yeah, all the people, Delaware is so fucking awesome because it's just a state of, like, it's like two million NPCs than, like, 50 evil guys. And the entire finance industry of America and the insurance industry is like, hey, uh, so we notice all of you, you know, all of you in this state who are like, born wearing overalls, like, the, you wake up and the ass flap comes down and you, like, cover it up, embarrassed, then spin in a circle, then walk into a wall and go, doy, I hope the Witcher doesn't come. Like... We're gonna put, uh, we're gonna park like about what, like twenty trillion dollars of money here, so we can not be taxed. No, you can't have any of it. You can't have any of it. You, you will see no benefit. We're not even gonna give you new dialogue boxes.
3: No. Uh, we, we might
4: buy some of your wares, though.
3: And they're like, Do I? okay. Will and I went by a truck with just a perfect uh, eclectic arrangement of sundries, like plows and 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 various like things, and we're like, oh shit, it's Beetle. I
2: was able to uh, turn in all the jewel pods I farmed in the last level for a set of flaming arrows. Uh, No, that was awesome. Um, Yeah, and then the other thing, uh, Felix kept going around Delaware in the Wendy's asking for a Dave's double whooper. And I thought he was going to get arrested. (laughs) And I was just imagining him uh, trying to suicide by cop being put into a, uh, a, a cruiser. Because of the Dave's double whooper.
0: <laughs> yeah, because he says to the cop, this fucking sucks, i want to kill myself,
4: I wish I was dead. And the cop's like, happy to oblige. I well, mean, the- it depends on what, like, you know, the ping is in prison. <laughs> I don't really know.
2: Uh, but as
4: for the... Uh, now I'm just imagining
2: uh, crack reporter Selena Zito traveling the byways of America interviewing NPCs about why they <laughs> voted for Trump. And they're just like, we just want better dialogue boxes.
4: They're like, all, the, all, they, all these liberals keep talking about Black Lives Matter, but, like, they haven't updated my AI since 1998. I keep Look, running straight into battle with no weapons and dying during escort missions.
1: The Democrats keep talking about Russia, but I'm concerned because these goblins keep digging up my crops. <laughs> if only a candidate
2: would come who would deliver me seven goblin pelts. Oh, wait a second. Hold on. I'm getting... I'm getting news right now that it's now come out that Selena Zito wrote all the dialogue boxes for these characters, so... <laughs> no, if she actually did that, they would get really annoyed with her very
0: quickly. She'd ask all these questions about Trump, and they'd be like, lady, are you going to buy a sword or not?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course, the, uh, the other great part about a, a car trip with your friends is that it gives you ample opportunity for sing-alongs and fun oh, yeah. car games. And for us, of course, it's an opportunity to pay tribute to... The greatest musical act in America. Yeah, a group of, a group of you know, musicians and comedians uh, who take sort of a sarcastic look at politics that honestly I think we've stolen a lot from, quite mm-hmm. frankly. We, the we, most like influential political sadists yeah. in American history. Of course I'm talking about the Capitol Steps. Um, yeah, oh, we got some Steps heads in the house tonight? All right. I knew- some fellow
0: punk rockers. <laughs>
4: <laughs> wow, I knew it was a wild crowd. I saw you guys. I'm like, these are Step heads out here. Yeah, you know, I'm steps. Sh- I'm sure the Capitol Steps are, like, you know, okay, guys, but it's, like, their fans, like, idolize that lifestyle, and they're, like, sagging their pants, and, like, I don't like that. <laughs> uh,
2: the Capitol Steps' new album, this is not a joke. We're not making this up. The Capitol Steps' new album is called Make America Grin Again. Awesome. And, and, the, uh, and the tagline is, we put the mock in democracy. Mm. Don't you feel it? Don't you feel your T
0: cells dropping just hearing that?
2: It contains uh, bangers such as uh, what is it? Pence from heaven to the. Pence June... from heaven, like pennies from heaven, but it's Pence, the vice president. Get it? <laughs> and I believe there is also uh, I like tax cuts, and I cannot. Yeah, ride. get it because like big butts. Get you know the <laughs> popular song. Wait, I thought I thought you guys were stepheads. Yeah, Come what on. the
3: fuck? Big butt erasure.
2: So, I don't know about you guys, but have you ever wondered what it would sound like if the podcast Poppin' Jays from Champo Trap House wrote songs for the Capitol Steps? Well,
1: now that's ridiculous.
2: Folks, I think it would sound a little like this. No. Uh, <laughs>
0: That's way too much effort. Not in a million years
2: would we put that much effort into anything. We couldn't order food
1: today.
3: We have this job because we're lazy.
4: Uh, But we did come up with some bangers. And if there are any,
3: if the
2: Nando's
4: had shown up, we would have done a whole thing. Dude, you're so fucking lucky. I didn't have a full dinner. (laughs) (laughs) If I did, I would do a Capital Steps routine right now. I'm also on probation. I've been up for twelve hours. My wife is here, but I would do it. By the way, just parenthetically, my favorite, my favorite thing Felix does
0: when he's complaining because he feels he didn't do good enough gaming or on the podcast or something, he says,
4: I've been up for four hours. <laughs> it's a long time. That's like a long time to do anything. I don't like it. Uh, We came up with some uh, Capital
2: Steps-style bangers, our treatments of popular songs that I'm sure you're familiar with. And if there are any stepheads in the audience or even any members of the Capital Steps, feel free to just use these. We were giving them away. This is non-intellectual property. This is public domain. So I think a big issue these days, coming up in the midterm elections, is, of course, gerrymandering and uh, voter suppression. So I thought, to the tune of Rihanna... We cast a vote in a hopeless state. Didn't like that one. How about? Uh, how about eight six seven five three zero nine Jenny Coefficient? I got your number. Some Jenny Coefficient fans in the crowd tonight.
3: Okay, I'll just get mine out of the way quickly because first of all, I want to go on record as saying I don't approve of this at all. If you do a parody song, it should be about having sex with your dad but if i had to i'll go with mccain to the membrane
4: (laughs) all right i uh i wrote mine down all right two you know these are easy get them out of the way quick okay so we got you know uh warren zivon fans in the crowd tonight
2: yeah Yeah.
4: all right y'all ready for this Dung, 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 dung. Donald the Headless Kafifi Drinker. Okay, this is epic. Uh, okay, then fans of the Clash. Okay, no, should not. I stay or should I pay go?
5: <laughs>
4: oh, goddamn. All right, all right, number three, Fuck. gonna hit him with the number three. We downed our opponent and now we're gonna shoot him. All right, imagine if a young Chicago drill rapper, the most infamous one, Chief Keef, his famous hit, Love Sosa But it's a little different It's oriented for Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh you re- Y'all ready? Let's do it, let's go Let's get some let's goes going <laughs> These bitches love SCOTUS Rosaries and Opus Fucking with that <laughs> pro choice you gonna get fucked over Damn
0: <laughs>
1: Damn
4: <laughs> Matt
0: Uh, I got a couple. I mean, uh, you know, you got your crowd pleasers because as we learned from, you know, I like big cuts. You want to go 90s. That's what people like. So something like Ice Ice Agent. Mm. That seems like just a no-brainer. And then, of course, if people like the 90s, even more than that, they love the 80s. And you could go Kamala, Mala, 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 Mala Harris. Mm. But my favorite, and the one that I would hope would lead to a riot at the step show if they actually did it, is... uh, MacArthur Parkland? <laughs> Someone left the gym coach in the rain. I don't
4: approve of that.
5: Oh, no, 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 we're Who's saying if done?
4: the Capitol Steps ever did that, we would be the first to condemn them. Uh, yeah. No, we're, we just wrote this entire song and performed it for each other, like, just to be like, that's what it's going to look like when they do that. But if you actually
0: did it, it's like uh, have some taste.
4: Yeah, if uh, you did that on, on stage, dude. live at a, a you know event,
2: people paid to come for. Bad idea. Uh, uh, Virgil, uh, take I, us out. I,
1: I had one. It's uh, it's called "Wonk the Pain Away," and it's <laughs> voting in committee like you wanted, yay, voting, yay, yielding all my time to Speaker Ryan. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: CNN, V-O-X, read the news, because it's the best. Well, so we're here today, uh, and honestly, fate has conspired to land us in Washington, D.C., performing you tonight. Curse On probably one of the best days we could do this show, because man oh man the entire city of dc is having a normal one today y'all love news around here oh it's been i get it's like yeah we just can't not be making news it's been so good today and i really hope we can get to all of it but let's just kick things off with uh, like mr creosote for motherfucking (laughs) content today jesus Let's talk about the book uh, that everyone's talking about. Chapo Guide to Revolution, a Manifesto
1: Against Logic, <laughs> Facts, and Reason. Available at retailers nationwide. <laughs>
2: New uh, York Times bestseller. Uh, this book actually isn't even out yet, so technically our book has sold more copies than this. Yeah, fuck you, Woodward! <laughs> Old-ass bitch, Bob <laughs> you Woodward. fucking
0: Lawrence Welk-sounding, flat-landing piece of shit!
2: This is uh, this is the Bob Woodward.
0: Bernstein your ass.
2: <laughs> this is the Bob Woodward book, Fear, that has uh, you know coughed up some incredible anecdotes from the uh, Trump White House. Uh, the best of which was like the reactions today. When I told Matt this, and he literally thought it was a joke, but no, it's actually true, Trump's response to this was to say, I have literally hundreds of photos of Mueller and Comey kissing.
4: <laughs> it's, so, it's so awesome. Best president. He's Best so... Best president. It's most like,
3: American president. I
0: mean, I was, I was a Lincoln stand for my entire life. I'm a Civil War nerd. But in the Gettysburg Address, there's nothing about how Lee and Davis were, had daguerreotypes of them blowing each other. <laughs>
4: It's like, Game set match. The entire news cycle for a month have been like, yeah, there are actually like countless first-hand accounts of like you, you're the dumbest president ever. It's your like, brain is broken. It yeah, doesn't like, work. You know how we said like if Mad TV took down Trump, it would be just be sketches where Trump comes out wearing a diaper and he's like, "Goo Goo Gaga, I'm a gay baby." Well that's like apparently literally what it's like. Yeah, they but, give like, him like giant crayons to right. draw with. But like so his advisors are probably like, "All right, so the narrative is is that your brain is just it's just like sort of the wet like wet sort of green diarrhea you get after drinking old style on a leather couch. You're it's just you have a you have the only translucent brain and he's like, "Nah, dude, I got this. Yo, James Comey's fucking gay, dude." <laughs> Nailed it. All right.
2: So, uh, just gonna read a little bit from the uh, Washington Post uh, account of this book that has the sizzle reel here. It says here the 448 page book was obtained by the Washington Post. Woodward, an associate editor at the Post, sought. I a- wonder how they got it. <laughs> so- sought <laughs> an interview with Trump through several intermediaries to no avail. The president called Woodward in early August after the manuscript had been completed to say he wanted him to participate. The president complained that it would be a, quote, bad book, according to an audio recording of the conversation. (laughs) Woodward replied that his book would be tough, but factual and based on the reporting. The book is good, actually.
0: (laughs) uh, He he famously, when he would criticize Graydon Carter, his arch nemesis, for his restaurants, and he would talk about how bad they were. He would always say there was a bad food restaurant.
2: (laughs) That's why I'm sad that he didn't say it's going to be a bad word book. <laughs> Graydon Carter notorious for opening all those barbecue food restaurants. <laughs> Shout out Libby Watson, she couldn't make it tonight. Um, so I we actually we actually watched this clip. We were you know we got in late, so I'm throwing on I'm throwing on my Chris Hayes. I need to see. I'm
4: an inner. I, I don't to, know why you guys fucking do that every time we get into a place. I hate it. It just you know you have to
2: know what's happening. Well, if I hadn't watched it, I wouldn't have actually heard the audio tape of Woodward talking to Trump. And uh, Trump said, well, it's a shame that you didn't talk to me. He said it's going to be a bad book or half untrue. And Woodward says, uh, no, it's good. I think it'll be a good book. He said, I think it'll be a good book. And uh, Trump said, well, if it was an accurate book, it would say nobody's been doing a better job than I have <laughs> ever as president.
4: That would be awesome if Woodward, like, he, he gets access and then he just like rewrites his manuscript And it's just like, just like a couple sentences It's like, yeah, I actually looked at it And he's the best president <laughs> And they're like, okay Well, you promised us like 500 pages But this is, you can do this, fine The jobs are back Just make it twice as long, say <laughs> the jobs are back And we're good Oh god, no, I just thought of another one
0: The jobs are back in town Oh, oh god damn!
4: of myself than you could ever be trust
0: me (laughs)
5: god
4: damn it alright you got oh fuck you got me going Comey for nothing
1: (laughs) oh Comey maybe
2: (laughs) oh oh.
3: cut cut their mics (laughs) cut their mics I don't approve of this at all
2: Woodward describes an administrative coup d'etat and a nervous breakdown of the executive branch, with senior aides conspiring to pluck official papers from the president's desk so he couldn't see or sign them. <laughs> Against- Object permanence. <laughs> why do you need that to be president? Overrate
0: it. This is one of I the- mean, why should your president have to be able to solve the pe- peek-a-boo
4: conundrum?
1: <laughs> Overrate
0: He inherited that. <laughs>
4: This is one of the worst deals ever. President Xi took my nose, and I haven't gotten it back. <laughs> Folks, this Emmanuel Macron. He's a wizard. His finger, it comes off, and then it goes back on. You know, we're, uh, Prime Minister Justin is helping me so much. Uh, he even, he, we've sort of, sort of solved the trade deficit. He found a quarter behind my ear. <laughs> really wonderful, beautiful man. Isn't he handsome?
3: I don't well, care for Merkel. She stole my nose.
2: White House Chief of Staff John F. Kelly frequently lost his temper and told colleagues he thought the president was unhinged, Woodward writes. In one small group meeting, Kelly said of Trump, he's an idiot. It's pointless to try to convince him of anything. He's gone off the rails. We're in crazy town. I don't even know why any of us are here. This is the worst job I've ever had. <laughs>
4: Owned. Dude, you're... Dude, you're so fucking lucky I'm too much of a pussy to quit this job <laughs>
3: No, but I want to see A clerk-style comedy about this It would work really well, I think yeah.
0: That's all totally the aggregated dialogue From Chandler from an episode of Friends <laughs>
2: <laughs> Could I be any less happy in the White House? Um, this is epic fail Rince Priebus Kelly's predecessor Fretted that he Oh, have got, got, got some Rince fans Ranch here right, let's give it up ranch pubis Uh, uh, Woodward writes that Priebus dubbed the presidential bedroom where Trump obsessively watched cable news and tweeted the devil's workshop (laughs) (laughs) and said early mornings and Sunday evenings when the president often set off tweet storms were quote the witching hour
0: well you know what they say the old old saying tiny hands are the devil's workshop
4: (laughs) yes dude get them if I if i for small folks. If I worked for Trump, which you know like God willing, they look at my application. <laughs> Inshallah. Right. I I would like it's very simple. You just like tell the president to get a private account like if he has
0: a private oh god I'm imagining a Donald Trump lewd's account yeah. he, Donald like Trump yeah, he, a oh stuff. god
4: know, it
3: like would a Philadelphia like football of... player no that would not yeah, he immediately
4: Donald Trump having a locked account called like small prez
3: <laughs> oh, oh.
4: <laughs> and, it, and he's just like like when cone flips he's like oh, it's really interesting how some people can seem like your friends <laughs> this, is, this is I'm just this is a really toxic time he puts up his paypal <laughs> Ma- Ma- thank you so much for letting me follow your private account sir i will never leak these pictures oh my god it- put something in your paypal sir have a night out with your friends
5: <laughs> if he did have
0: a lewds account though all the pictures would look like satellite photos of the surface of
2: saturn trump apparently had little regard for Priebus. he once instructed then staff secretary no, prebuss Priebus, he oh. once instructed then staff secretary rob porter to ignore Priebus, even though porter reported to the chief of staff <laughs> saying that Priebus w- saying that Priebus was like quote a little rat he just scurries around
5: <laughs> there's wow. the
3: lie there. beep,
0: beep, 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 beep. no lie detected i do like that management style though it's like the president was fond of breaking a pool cue in half and throwing it on
4: the floor and then saying we're having tryouts in the uh, in the Ottoman Empire, they would choose succession by just like raising all the uh, sultan's sons separately and just having them fight a civil war, so the strongest one could be sultan. But this is just like they're d- they're doing.
3: Well, it's I pronounce it He both... a guy named Sultan, and that's
4: yeah. I understand. It's confusing. Um, look, uh, you know, it's e- everything's easier in hindsight. That's all I'm going to say about how I pronounce that word. But. Uh, <laughs> Uh, he's doing that but not to, for like who's going to be in charge just like who gets to reassure him he's doing a good job <laughs> it's like they have no responsibilities except for like being by his desk and be like yes sir everyone loves you Like, for that privilege, you have to fight just in this howling snake pit of people that hate the shit out of each other and hate your life every day just so you can be friends with this old baby. Well,
0: it says he throws throws his car keys over his back like a bride with the bouquet. and is like, who's going to BK?
2: Who's coming back with a Whopper? Few in Trump's orbit were protected from the president's insults. He often mocked former National Security Advisor H.R. McMaster no! behind his back. Not him, puffing up his chest and exaggerating his breathing as he impersonated the retired Army general.
3: How could he! But this he is the imperson- thing: people whose brains have been reduced to a Betty Crocker aspic are the best insult comics. But I mean, at it's like
0: I'm sorry. Try to imagine a guy who's essentially a a large refrigerator in a Joseph A. Banks suit exaggerating his breathing.
2: Well, it says he impersonated the retired army general and once said McMaster dresses in cheap suits like a beer salesman.
4: <laughs> what what the fuck beer is salesman?
0: that? What is, beer? <laughs> That's, is that a job? Is he talking about like a guy with like a hat, like a fucking... Stagecoach full of fucking Anheuser. No, push. no,
1: he's using an old-timey term for bartender.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, that's like yeah, that's how. In,
3: yeah, it's like no, that would he be a wench. Like an
1: A bartender, you makes deals <laughs> behind
0: a bar.
4: Uh, uh, this yeah. guy, he's
0: he, oh no, class. He's like a common blacksmith.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben sass you have you have the manners of a milkman, sir. Like, it just, like, all his insults come from his dad, who was born in, like, 1872. <laughs> this guy, he's a total Wainwright.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Folks, the wagons, they're not good. Trump told Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, a wealthy investor eight years his senior, I don't trust you. I don't want you doing any more negotiations. You're past your prime.
3: <laughs> <laughs> but doesn't am- he know that he's some pig?
0: <laughs> i mean it's been pointed out before but wilbur ross is literally the jeff dunham old man puppet <laughs> uh, and i do like the ability to be like yes this man who's like vaguely slightly older than me is clearly a decrepit husk but i am chugging along at full efficiency <laughs> wilbur ross it like, even though i sundown at 11 a.m
4: <laughs> wilbur ross like he really makes me sad because like You know, you used to see him, he was so happy, like when you would dance in front of Six Flags. It was awesome. (laughs) (laughs) And now he's like working for this racist president. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, he
2: says, uh, A near constant subject of withering presidential attacks was Attorney General Jeff Sessions. That is the ultimate ultimate alien versus predator type situation. (laughs) Trump told... Trump told Porter that Sessions was a traitor for recusing himself from overseeing the Russia investigation. Mocking Sessions' accent, Trump added, this guy is mentally retarded. (laughs) You can't get mad at me. The president said
4: it, okay? I'm not calling Jeff Sessions Uh, retarded. All right, guys, I've given Donald Trump a lot of chances, but I think I'm going to follow him now. Like, if you're still saying that word, dude, yeah. Here's
0: the thing, though. If you before he became attorney general, if you watched any judicial committee hearings that included Jeff Sessions, if you
2: didn't have that thought, you were not paying attention. Because he's a fucking moron. He goes, he's this dumb southerner. He couldn't even be a one-person county lawyer down in Alabama.
3: <laughs>
2: At a dinner.
3: Such a good own. <laughs>
4: leg leghorn ass bitch! I I love how, like, I love how Donald Trump's insults are either, like, incredibly (laughs) cutting and accurate, or they're like, oh, look at you, you look like a soda jerk. (laughs) (laughs) This This dumb asshole... Don't try to
2: put Tom Robinson on death row!
4: (laughs) (laughs) This dumb asshole
2: couldn't even entertain Jem and Scout during their days.
4: (laughs) This guy, this guy, this guy, he's so dumb. He lost a case to an out of towner who had to buy his suit from a pawn shop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, he says uh, at a dinner with Mattis and General Joseph F. Dunford Jr., the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, among others, Trump lashed out at vocal prisoner of war of uh, vocal critic, Senator John McCain. He falsely suggested the former Navy pilot had been a coward for taking early release from a prisoner of war camp in Vietnam because of his father's <laughs> military rank and leaving others behind. Mattis swiftly corrected his boss. No, Mr. President, I think you've got it reverse. The defense <laughs> secretary explained that McCain, who died on August 25th, had in fact <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, it. Oh, God
0: bless you! <laughs> oh my God, that is a soothing balm on my soul. The only room the only room in this shitty fucking town where you would get that response. Right. We You're got him!
3: Yeah. You're all this is our beer summit. Oh,
4: God. I, 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 I had an idea. I'm in the nut. I had an idea for you guys, by the way. You know, you had, well, your one airport is named after, like, the last president who just had, like, fucking galosh for brains. And then your other airport is named after the CIA galosh. guy. Oh, who gives a fuck? Uh-huh. Shut the fuck up. Jesus. But... uh You can't rename another airport, like Dulles is too good of a name, but you can have a John McCain landing skid in one of your airports. (laughs) It's just a big black splotch.
3: Look, if the Ronald Reagan airport wasn't too much irony, then I don't know what could possibly be too much irony.
4: yeah.
2: So, uh, he was corrected and, uh, by General Mattis, and who explained uh, that he'd in fact turned down early release and was brutally tortured during his five years at the Hadaway Hilton. <laughs> oh <Owned. laughs> uh, to, 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 to which Trump replied, oh, okay.
5: <laughs>
0: I guarantee to you, I guarantee to you, he had that exact same conversation two hours later. And he said the exact same thing, and the guy corrected him. He said, oh, Okay. And then a hour later, he did the exact same thing. All right. Uh, He's the memento
2: guy. <laughs> it rules. He, he walks around the White House with a Polaroid with Gary Cohn's face on it and don't believe his lies written on the back. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, a couple more anecdotes from this. Uh, I'm going to paraphrase. the, the one. Uh, there was one really good one where he was on the phone with Mattis and basically the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and he said of... Uh, Assad, let's fucking kill him. <laughs> let's fucking assassinate him. Let's go. Let's dude, do this. You are invoking the curse, my friend.
3: Yeah, Watch out. Yeah, you're done.
0: No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Calm,
3: Calm down. down. To the Twitch. Calm down.
0: Look, we got to give the money back to the CIA if we ever do that. So, no, thank
2: you. I already bought the pool. So he literally was—he was on the phone with Mattis and doing the—you know—I want his family dead. I want his kids dead. I want where he works burned to the ground. And uh, he got—he hung up the call. And Mattis looked at all the other generals and said, "Yeah, we're not doing any of that." <laughs> Which is funny because that's an actual act of sedition <laughs> from his Secretary of Defense. <laughs> you know, it's funny, right? <laughs> it, it's true. It's like, the, all
0: the stories this week are like, yeah, the president is a deranged baby, but it's okay because all these unelected bureaucrats just ignore what he wants to do. You know what? The, the guy f- who won the election, we're just ignoring him, but that's okay.
4: You know what the, be- the best part of that story is? Is that Trump, like, ordered the invasion and execution. of He basically ordered a new war, and mad is bet and bet correctly, like, okay, he commanded us to enter, like, this giant new war. Could have been we, World War III. That, that, yeah. Could be World War Three that we would be in for 30 years, like, the biggest thing anyone has done, like, in that seat in, like, 10 years. And he's like, yeah, he's just going to forget about it by tomorrow.
3: And he was right. He, he did. Wait it out.
0: It's like any idea there's, like, an egg timer. And then after 12 minutes, he's just thinking about Hannity again.
2: The last really good one was uh, Gary Cohn. Trump had convinced himself that we were going to abrogate a, a trade deal that we had with South Korea. Just, They're very unfair. Just unilaterally you know cancel it. And he had the thing on his desk to sign. And when he wasn't looking, he literally stole it <laughs> off his desk, <laughs> hid it, it from him, and it worked. He never he forgot about it. He never mentioned it again. You know there really- you are. There you are. You know
0: what I really like about this? Is that none of it bears any resemblance to any historical uh, tales of the very end stages of collapsing empires.
4: (laughs) It bears no resemblance at all. So Trump is going to have a busy box during the next State of the Union. <laughs> <laughs> Look, no one can press the red button like me. They've tried.
1: They can't do it. We were talking about this earlier, and Trump is that Portuguese dictator, Salazar, who had uh, – this was the, pretty much the end of the Portuguese empire. He had a, he had a stroke and they thought he was a goner he fell into a coma so his second in command his successor took power started running the country but then he came out of the coma and lived for another year during which time all of his friends and aides pretended that he was still in power they gave him things to sign and like videos record and all this busy work
0: you know if that I mean it's a real story I I know
1: it
3: is but that would be
0: very encouraging because after that the fucking carnation revolution happens
3: it's like giving a baby the phone that doesn't work yeah
1: It's It's Maggie. He's Maggie Simpson in the fucking. It's the fucking Flintstone
0: phone. (laughs) He thinks he's talking to Justin Trudeau, but it just keeps saying, Yabba Dabba Doo, I like talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
5: Well,
0: thank you, Justin. I I enjoy talking to you as well. (laughs) Very
1: uh... fair. You're very
4: cordial, unlike (laughs) (laughs) Macron. Hanging hanging up the Flintstone phone, he has no idea who he's dealing with. (laughs) Uh, He's terrified of me. Uh, I agree, Ms. Merkel. It is a living. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, Absolutely. At the next G.H. Shinzo, we are going to have a
4: yabba-dabba-doo time. <laughs> President President Xi is a very demanding man. He asked for a Stegosaurus burger. Another reason I respect him. So...
2: So to wrap up the, uh, these hilarious uh, stories about Trump's melting <laughs> brain, it's like on one level I read this and I think, uh, you know, run down the list. Rince Priebus, McMaster, Mattis, John Kelly, Gary Cohn, probably Steve Mnuchin too. Uh, I mean, it's great that all of these fucking assholes are miserable. Oh, yeah. And they oh, hate yeah. their oh, life. Nice. However, however... It's very cool that Trump is being inflicted on them, but it's, this is something they chose to do. And the road to that is, of course, uh, the, the apex of this was the anonymous op-ed in the Times today. And the way that every one of these fucking worms is going to try to rebrand themselves and you know demonstrate their conscience by being like... You know, aha, it was I that was the anonymous rogue POTUS staffer as they're literally carrying out the Republican agenda. Don't let them do this. It's already happened with the Bush administration, and it's going to happen even faster with every one of these fucking Trump
4: people. Do you... Pay attention. Pay attention to everything they do now with Sarah Sarah Hunkaby-Sandos. (laughs) LAUGHTER
3: Shout out Michael for that
4: pronunciation. Sarah uh, Cheeky Nandos. Yeah, yeah, because she never delivers, and that's tea. (laughs) Ah, He's spilling it, fam.
3: she like some rosé?
1: (laughs) Perry, Perry hot. Okay,
4: so everything everything they say about Huckabee Sanders, you know, she just goes out and lies to us. Literally said all of that about Ari Fleischer. All of that. And now Ari Fleischer, what does he do? He goes to Aspen. He's on Twitter saying sanctimonious fucking bullshit, like towing the line between being sort of anti-anti-Trump and like, sir, this is ridiculous. But the point is they let him back, and they're going to let her back, and they're going to let most of these people back. If Trump, like, you know, doesn't just disintegrate into a puddle, he will on some level, like, he'll condemn President Tom Cotton. The... (laughs) Because everyone everyone in this city, everyone at a certain level, would be fucking hung at Nuremberg. So everyone has to be okay. Everything has to be eventually okay and contextualized.
0: Yeah, it's like the fucking murder on the Orient Express where everybody's involved in the murder, so everyone's equally culpable. We
2: uh, yeah. all get away with it. Speaking of sanctimonious bullshit, I want to move on to the other big uh, event that's going on in D.C. right now, which is the uh, Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearings, which... <laughs> Holy fuck, if you can watch that stuff You, you are, have, are made of stronger stuff than I am That's for sure I love watching Steve
0: uh, Janowski talk about the Constitution It rules I oh, don't no. know what I was talking about He looks exactly like Stevie from fucking Eastbound and And
2: uh, here's what I want to say yeah, about you're this You're
0: all realizing it as I said
3: How is being a committed Catholic still a good thing on your resume? <laughs> How? <laughs> How? How? It's like, what do you have to do to stain that fucking, like, credential? I don't guys, know. if they had
4: a bad news week? Folks, hey, guys, folks. I'm a committed Catholic.
0: I, my Catholic faith guides me. Let me name everyone on the eighth grade girls basketball team that I coach. Folks, it's Spotlight 2, Cannonball
2: Run.
1: I mean, it's not like it's the church that Christ founded or anything.
2: <laughs> Uh, spotlight 2, but all the onset bloopers play over the end credits in letterbox. No, so here's what I want to say about uh, Kavanaugh again, and this was because I was watching MSNBC last night, and we saw uh, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker, you know, talking about you know how <laughs> unprecedented this all is, and talking about the documents, and they're like, this is not normal, you know, well what they did to Merrick Garland or whatever. And what I want to say here is, give it up. Start getting real. You're Just get say, look, we're not going to stop this. He's going to be on the Supreme Court. Uh, the party that we represent who has told people for the last 30 years, hey, no matter what else we do, uh, the courts, the courts, the courts, we'll protect Roe v. Wade. And uh, in exchange for that, we are going to uh, deregulate the predatory financial sector. We're going to do a whole bunch of humanitarian interventions that turn out to be disasters. We're going to pass the Telecom Act that makes Felix lag and lose at Fortnite. We're going to private... <laughs> We're going to privatize education. We're going to do all that. But we're going hey. to ban Four loco? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, go along with all that because in return, we're going to protect the courts. We're going to make sure the Supreme Court never overturns Roe v. Wade. Guess what? You failed. You Marator. failed at that. And you need to own up to it. And if you wanted to own up to it, they would not start to keep... This bullshit about the documents or whatever, they would say, look, he's going to be on the Supreme Court and our next move is nominate at least four more judges to the Supreme Court as soon as we have a fucking chance.
3: Okay, okay. I understand. Uh, but as the sole abortion haver on stage... You don't know I'm, that. I'm redirecting the conversation towards my values and the fact that I had never seen Cory Booker on camera before. What a wall-eyed motherfucker. <laughs> Holy shit, how did I never notice this? He can, as my mama used to say, sit on the front porch and count the chickens out back. It's just like one is over here, and one is over there. Well, I'm not saying that
4: Cory Booker has a lazy eye, but Booker himself would wean it off welfare and try to get into the job training. Woo! <laughs> oh!
2: And finally, probably even more important than our next Supreme Court judge, is the congressional hearing about Twitter. See, that's going on what matters. Today. That's what matters.
3: I lo- this is, this this is, this is a- your identity
0: politics. Absolutely.
1: Now, who here was at that hearing? Uh, actually, who here is a member of the United States Senate? Uh, uh, who here is Laura
0: Loomer? Uh, stand up. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, I thought so. Man, that rules so hard. They're doing the fucking confirmation on a guy who's going to Amer- finally turn America into Barter Town once and for all. And meanwhile, in the other room, they're talking to some fucking dipshit who's mad that his sword review YouTubes got demonetized.
4: <laughs> Boomer- Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Boomers are so fucking awesome because like, it was, like two years ago, they were using their AOL 500 pre-hour CDs to like go on Facebook and like because then they thought it was Google and they're like sexy boobs (laughs) And, and now like they've just gotten so much into the posting lifestyle that they're like traveling to D.C. and they're like senator senator i am i i I am not getting the proper interaction on my posts i've looked at my social blade score it does not correspond with my interactions
1: senator my grandchildren have not been liking my minions themed pro-trump posts uh they have not been responding to my facebook messages clearly i am being censored
0: that's the entirety of the politics we're all going to die we're going to drown in boiling seawater because some old people weren't getting enough interaction on their Facebook posts. That's literally what's going to happen. Because the entirety of their politics now is just posting based. We've been, they want socialism for fucking posts. We've been talking They about want this. a redistribution of likes and retweets. We've been
3: talking about this. This is what Fran Leibowitz said. This is what Fran Leibowitz said. It's internally correct and only proves to be more correct as time goes on. There is far too little democracy in the economy and far too much democracy in the culture. Yo,
1: we've been talking about this uh, uh, for at least a year now, I think. And I guess, I guess we all just assumed it would not happen so rapidly that the uh, our two-party system would now hinge on the question of
0: mods? Mods? <laughs> That's it. It's just mods. And it's both sides because everyone else is yelling oh,
1: at both Jack both for being everyone, Nazis. Everyone. And
0: then these guys are yelling at Jack because they're fucking... min. Yeah, they're fucking... Their, their retweet of a retweet didn't get retweeted. I'll tell
1: you this. I'm looking forward to seeing the first anti-mod congressional candidate. And I hope to God it's from the left.
0: <laughs> so what's wa- amazing is these guys post this as some incredibly important free speech uh, issue. And the thing is is that you could make one mega Twitter account and it would cover everything. All of it, yeah. Like all the t- posts are identical. Just, that- Just have some fucking gifts of American... Uh, eagles and flags and shit. We'll,
1: do. we'll tell everyone, every old person, everyone in the villages, we'll tell them that this this feed, this stream,
0: this soul mag account is their account. Yeah. And it's fine. And they're, they're managing it. Yeah. Or we create an alternative internet, totally self-contained, that has bot-based interactions. Yes. So bots yes. retweet and favor everything and, and say like, oh, epic move. And they're like,
4: yeah, I have it. Yeah. Make all the boomers install Bonzi yes. Buddy on Online their computer. welfare, exactly. Put bot... Put Bonzi Buddy and Clippy on all their computers and make them yeah. think it's like a real person. <laughs> and they're like, "Great, great point." Colin Kaepernick was too afraid to serve in the military, <laughs> but I—they're like, "I knew
0: I was right." I have a very simple deal to be made to every one of these people who's clamoring for the socialization of the social media sector of the economy so that they get more faves and retweets, i say, all right, we will socialize Facebook and Twitter, and in exchange, we socialize every other element of the economy. Seems like a good deal. And they'd take it. These hawks would take it. Oh, yeah, big time. They would have their socialized medicine, and they would live in their fucking post-scarcity utopia, even though it, it goes against everything they believe because
4: they'd get to post. You, you, you know what's amazing about this, though? It proves how bad... Uh, like, right-wingers, the right-wing in general is, like, more organized than anyone else in the country. But when it comes to just the individuals, they're not. Because they never heard of mutual fave star blow-ups. <laughs> but, no, I... I you
3: develop a MUFOS network.
4: Yeah, no, it's like, you know, you retweet my best tweet, and for them that tweet is, like... You know, every they, every child you abort, yeah. Guess what? They could be Albert Einstein. So it's actually you killed a million people because Albert Einstein. I don't know what he did, but he did something. I like. I do like this new anti mods politics, and I'd like someone to <laughs> to have a stump speech that's a dear Richard Kianka letter.
0: <laughs> I, I feel like
4: my ten dollars.
0: <laughs> I, I think you could solve all of this if you just got all of these people in a room who are mad about their posts got not getting enough responses, and just say follow friday just do that because they don't follow friday and it's dead and they should resurrect it
2: I, well, the last thing the last I, thing to come out of the uh the twitter hearing today that i want to mention is the uh kerfuffle in the halls of congress between alex jones and marco rubio oh that donny it. band folks he, he called i uh, called rubio a frat boy and then later said go to your bathhouse." <laughs>
3: And uh, he, got he like, these hoes are such bakers. Any woman where I'm from would have a handful of hair, bloody hair by now.
2: <laughs> well, Alex was instead clapping him on the, the back slightly, and Rubio was like, "Don't touch me, man! Don't touch me!" And uh, he was like, "What are you gonna do? Have me arrested?" And uh, and Rubio said to him, uh, "Great comeback." He goes, "I'll take care of you myself." And what I want to say to that is, calm down, Marco. He's not one of your secret kids.
4: Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I love Marco Rubio, like, badass Street Fighter. Like, f- f- absolutely, man, yeah. But I also like Alex Jones rolling in there, like, this, like,
0: radical culture jammer breaking into a press gaggle just to be like, uh, excuse me, I've been shadow banned from several platforms. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm, I'm humbly requesting from all mods uh, that I be, have all of my, uh, uh privileges reinstated. Rein- I, 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 so I that, believe, uh, I believe I'm entitled to
1: 50,000 back faves.
0: <laughs> so... Uh, to sum up the, Every uh, one of the DMs I send to Kylie Ireland has not responded to. I uh, only assume that this is due to shadow
2: banning. to, so to sum up the, uh, the first act of our show tonight, we've got you know, uh, Donald Trump on the one hand and a uh, right wing prepared to take control of the Supreme Court and probably roll back the, about a century's worth of laws in this country. So the question is, what do we do? What is to be done? And to that I say... Whom I- <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: my God, I love
4: you guys so much. He other, was the
3: other- only one, though. No one else has a good one in them, so don't try.
4: Other acceptable answers include looking for a Caprice on eBay Motors. Buying the book. Buying the book. Bu- no. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, getting your sushi comp. Also <laughs> yeah, acceptable. Yeah, that's another one. Uh, not Auditing the- some classes at Texas A&M. <laughs> Are, not, not the those, University of Texas not, oh, those, whoops, not, whoops. not those bad jokes that I
2: don't enjoy uh, I would say what is to be done And to that I would say Whom amongst us Is not ready for John Kerry To run for president Hell in 2020 yeah <laughs> Pokemon perambulate to the polls <laughs> Whom amongst us Does not enjoy a crepuscular Equine campaign He's not gonna win Surf this time That's over New John Kerry, he's going to be doing devil sticks. He's going to be doing paddle boarding. He's going to be riding around on one of those electric scooters. Slack, folks, slack line. He's, sla- he's going to be walking on a slack line. Folks, he's got just the amount of enough work done on the face. He's tanned, rested, ready to go. Get behind it. Start supporting it now. John Kerry 2020. It's our only hope. Whom
3: amongst folks, us does not enjoy a hacky sack?
2: Folks, Folks, we are going to take a line. We are going to take a quick break, but please stay seated while we advertise to you. Hold on, we'll be back. <laughs> okay, we are back. Uh, I hope you guys will be uh, buying some of that brainworm plus. It's only seventy dollars a bottle, worth every penny. So, uh, again. We're here in D.C. tonight, kicking off our Northeastern tour. Couldn't do it in a better place with you guys here tonight. So, to make it a little bit special, we wanted to do something that was uh, D.C. center. We wanted to center your guys and your experience. Yeah, we're going to yell at Boss Burger again. You motherfuckers.
1: There is absolutely no way we're going to repurpose this bit for the next seven shows.
2: So we want to uh, for, for hear you uh, tonight, because, let's be honest, half of you probably work for these fucking people. Uh, we want to do a... a Shout be- out to Nira. <laughs> we want to do... hands
0: Lean perp 2018.
2: <laughs> I can't we- smell sober. <laughs> we want to do for you a, an abridged countdown of the most bird-brain pundits in the DC media. Now... <laughs>
3: You have to be careful here because the great Shakespearean question is what is more dangerous, a stupid man or an evil man? And we'll have to decide this and Matt won't get a vote.
2: Again, this list is in no way definitive. If we had a a full ranking of this, we'd be here all fucking night. And again, these aren't the most evil people necessarily. Again, if we did that, we'd be here all night. But these are just the most essentially vapid and empty regurgitator. They're like just an empty vessel into which anything can be poured, and then you know come out of their spigot when you put them on a you know a stove or something like that. Great metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> you, lo-
0: you know, you guys know when you put your pundit on a stove.
2: We all know what that's don't know like.
0: How you flush the spigot. Uh,
2: so, th- and this is. Uh, a short list, but it is heavily weighted towards how they use Twitter, because this is basically the thing we care about. So, I'd like to kick off with uh, number five, The Washington Post's Jennifer Rubin. Woo!
4: Beginning with... She was great in Infinity War. Jennifer Rubin, she's one sauerkraut. (laughs) Let's fucking go.
2: (laughs) She is the sort of highly ideological neoconservative who has since made a sort of face turn to be a full time "How dare you, sir!" at the president uh, columnist. Hmm. Uh, her Twitter bio reads: "Conservative blogger at Washington Post, MSNBC contributor, recovering lawyer, and friend of at Israel."
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Which I gotta say, those late night DMs
3: must be lit. I gotta say, if yeah, you're that- yo, yo Israel, you up? i that's, hate it. It, that's a tinder bio no so, that's a grinder bio it's so
4: lame when couples put each other in each other's bios
3: <laughs> yeah like, I was, we
4: get it
2: i was gonna say but like you know putting a in a relationship with at israel
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: complicated so uh two quick hits here on jennifer rubin uh this is of a recent vintage she wrote just as 9-11-2001 galvanized the generation of young people, yep. perhaps September 1st 2018, the date of McCain's funeral, will be the inspiration for another generation of Americans to eschew tribalism and seek common ground in defense of overreaching values. Yes!
4: Yes! yes! No. We should hear her we should hear her out. I mean both started with flights that didn't finish. <laughs>
2: Back of the net Gobi be- and I, I searched for this one, I think it was recently deleted, probably because Virgil replied to it. <laughs> But, uh, speaking of, uh, you know, Confederate statue controversies, she suggested, uh, tearing down all of the Confederate statues and replacing them with John McCain's statues. I've never... I've never known anyone that
1: I wanted to make a statue of. If I wanted to make a statue, it would be, I don't know, Sonic the Hedgehog or something. (laughs) There's no human being that should be. That's an insane idea.
4: Can Southerners at least get a statue of somebody who won their fucking war for once? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Nick (laughs) Saban. Look what you started! (laughs) I feel dirty. I brought sports
2: ball into into
5: this.
4: (laughs) That's a that's a quick hit on Jennifer
2: Rubin, but again, just like. But previous to this, a long record of supporting all of George W. Bush's atrocities in Iraq and Afghanistan. So just keep that in mind the next time you see her is it on contributing to MSNBC or put on a stove to a light simmer. Well, that's what she
0: meant, though, when she says, uh, you know, after 9-11, we all came together to destroy Iraq. So maybe now that McCain's dead We can all come together to destroy Iran
3: I don't remember any of this I was in an extremely small American town that suddenly got nervous When they would see a crop duster Go over the fucking high school I don't remember the coming together I remember like oh there was another hate crime Because people don't know the difference between a Sikh And a Muslim
1: How does uh, she think 9-11 galvanized A generation Uh,
4: Okay thank you (laughs) Uh, Damn, what the fuck? I gotta Google this. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I love live shows. I learned so much. I love having my
0: mind blown by the audience.
1: (laughs) All right. No, I mean, except to inaugurate to, uh, uh, inaugurate you to a world of terror and
4: misery. Yeah, it, it united the country, a bunch of crying Gen Xers who just walked around bawling their fists, being like, I wish I saw a fucking Quran right now. I'd shoot it. <laughs> it inspired young people to get a job groping people at an airport. It, it, it uh, gave an opportunity to a young Robert Mueller to mentally, to entrap disturbed uh, Muslim teenagers. To be like, you said you would kill Inspector Bagadget. You have to stay in Leavenworth for the rest of your life at 15. You guys
0: are overlooking the chief uh, cultural product of that era the fucking Michael Bay Transformers movies. They rip. Not only do they rip, they are explicitly about the Middle East and the US's involvement in the Shia Sunni conflict.
2: Get him after me later, I'll explain everything. Next on our list is Jake Tapper. Jake (laughs) Tapper.
0: Jake Tapper cannot be left outside in the rain because he will look up and drown. I am 100% certain of this.
4: My I name-
3: still think we would make a mint off of Jake Tap out shirts.
4: Jake Tapper wakes up every day, does his stretches, immediately DMs Meghan McCain. Ma'am, may I please have some Gucci?
3: His stretches are, the, the Mr. Rogers move of changing into his tennies and, and moving on to, like, a cardigan.
0: Oh, God, I just realized, guys like Topper are incredibly attracted to Megan McCain and want to have sex with her, but not because they're, like, find her sexy. It's because the idea of McCain DNA. <laughs> yes. Intertwining with their
2: DNA and creating a superhuman. Oh, yes. Yes,
0: He's so erotic to them.
2: Well, part of that part of that erotic fixation with John McCain and his entire family is, of course, Jake's incredible dog-like affection for the troops. This, of course, manifests. My man loves its, the troops. This, this, of oh yeah. This, of course, this, of course, manifests itself every Veterans Day when he can be seen being tricked into retweeting (laughs) photos of Charles Whitmore and Lieutenant Felix Biederman.
4: (laughs) What can I say? I did a lot of tours on the battle bus. (laughs)
0: I just love he he, get, he gets all these like uh messages like hey retweet my uncle retweet my grandpa and he's like well it's weird this guy's ha- uh, uh his cap has a death's head on it but i maybe i guess i, I just never saw that one before retweet oh that's Reinhard
2: Heydrich. oh damn <laughs> so another another uh recent hit from jay capper was it's his- such a
3: pointy eagle shit <laughs>
2: A a recent hit from Jake Tapper was his uh, badly uh, botched fact check of uh, the Medicare for All study. However, I don't want to talk about that. We've we've discussed this previously. What I do want to talk about was something I learned from his Twitter bio, which reads: CNN anchor uh, uh, of this the lead though the lead CNN and chief Washington correspondent, author of the New York Times best selling novel, The Hellfire Club. What? what? What?
3: Whoa! Is Was... Ali Sheedy in there? <laughs> I don't... And do
2: And wouldn't you know it? I have here the jacket copy for the Hellfire Club. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Charlie Martyr is an unlikely congressman. <laughs>
4: oh fuck you! <laughs> yeah, my yeah, dude. I worked really hard on this character, uh, Joe protagonist. <laughs> Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> of course,
2: you know, like, all, all these journalists, of course, want to be novelists. And, yes, uh, they all want to be novelists. But, of course, uh, because they have no imagination, their, their lead character is just a very thinly veiled version of themselves.
0: But, like, way badder, ass, and yeah. cooler. He, it, like, every one of these fucking ducks, and all of them have written them, they're all basically threat-level midnight for Michael Scott. <laughs>
2: So it says here Char- Charlie Martyr is an unlikely congressman thrust into office by his family ties after his predecessor died mysteriously. Charlie is struggling to navigate the dangerous waters of 19 19- okay, Is struggling to navigate the dangerous waters of 1950s DC alongside his young wife Margaret, a zoologist with ambitions of her own. <laughs>
3: Oh, she is going to fuck those dolphins.
2: (laughs) She's working in John Lilly's research
4: lab. (laughs) What was zoology in the 50s? You just, like, gave whiskey to kangaroos.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Zoology in the 50s was getting your dog high. That's when
1: they they developed all those chain-smoking apes that amuse us to this day.
2: His beautiful, sexy young wife, a sultry zoologist who dreams of one day no scoping a giant ape. <laughs> so it says here amid the swirl of glamorous and powerful political leaders and deal makers, a mysterious fatal car accident thrust Charlie and Margaret into an underworld of backroom deals, secret societies, and a plot that could change the course of history. When Charlie discovers a conspiracy that reaches the highest levels of governance, he has to fight not only for his principles and his newfound political career, but for his life. The Hellfire Club by We're, we're Jake talking Tapper, 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 Tapper.
0: Uh, Ooh, right. the, the, the period-accurate, detailed conversations with Everett Dirksen. Oh, can't wait!
1: Oh, we're all making fun of this book, but. It is a New York Times bestseller and they don't let just anyone be a New York Times bestselling author.
0: It's true. Wait, Every wait, book that's on that list is by definition good. What,
4: Matt, you're telling me you're not excited for the part where it's fucking Craig Hero or whatever <laughs> and his fucking wife Jenny at the zoo <laughs> they get they have, they have a Backroom conversation with Speaker Rayburn. I'm already on the edge of my seat. If this book doesn't
0: begin with a paragraph long description of LBJ's dick, I'm not reading it.
4: (laughs) Why would they talk about a dick that's like way smaller than average? (laughs) Next on our countdown
2: moderator of Meet the Press and NBC News political director, covering politics Six ninety two, And yes, I tweet about sports too. Chuck Todd! Yes! Yeah! Chuck Todd, who always looks like he just dipped to the lower part of his
1: face in a, a, a bin of marinara sauce.
2: Chuck Todd is the uh, elfin host of Meet the Press who uh, inherited it after uh, Jeff- David Gregory had to be put down. In my opinion, the only thing that
0: is notable about Chuck Todd is that he has the
2: most whimsical
0: Trump nickname, Sleepy-Eyed Chuck Todd. It's like something from a child's story. Like Sleepy-Eyed Chuck Todd comes through your window at night and puts
4: candies on your mantelpiece. When, the, when, he, when Trump said that, someone was like, this is anti-Semitic dog whistle. It was in Der Spiegel or er, Der Stürmer. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not accusing <laughs> Der Spiegel of being a Nazi To be fair, yeah, that's my hides yeah. behind the
3: European Union, but it's basically the same
4: but, thing. Yeah, true. But, uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, Trump was doing, like... A, yeah, he was, yeah, he was doing like a not thing for like, Not even, like, the guys who write for the Daily Storm now probably know that one. Like, Trump's racism is not that informed. Like, he just saw a physical yeah, attribute he that he up. has, by the way. Like, Trump's yeah. eyes are always, like always, like, a quarter closed.
3: He's our most Jewish president, also, with a...
4: Yeah,
0: no, his, uh, Trump's, Trump's yeah, racism yeah. is yeah. defined by uh, the Neil Diamond remake of The Jazz Singer <laughs> and New Jack City. Nothing else. Nothing more esoteric than that. Nothing with a fool society. Yeah, like, Settle down.
4: The idea that Donald Trump is like, I will rise to the throne of Cecil Rose and tame the world, like... He's no. never read a book. He folks, doesn't know what anything is.
3: The I want to see uh, Donald Trump do a version of Cracklin' Rosie. Now they're just gonna... so folks. The Son and ride. The black sun. Okay, it's the Arians, It's the best
0: symbol. It's amazing. We're we're gonna contact with our frost forebears. We're
2: There's, gonna get to the hollow earth, folks. Red it, Skull. Red Skull. Great guy. All right. Uh, This is my one hit on uh, on Chuck Todd, and I think it sums up him and much of his colleagues in the DC media. He was responding to someone who said, I'm convinced this whole anti-media deal is designed to condition his base, speaking of Trump, so when more shoes drop, they'll believe it's all fake. To which Chuck responds, this is my great fear, that this is somehow a strategy. It's beyond cynical. A little late to this game, Chuck. You've only been covering politics for your entire life now. And to somehow just realize that this whole uh, liberal media dog whistle is just working the refs so that when you report accurately on the horrible things these people do, the people who vote for them won't believe it. You know, I'm kind of wondering
4: if the guy I met last week wasn't the Walland inspector. (laughs) Man like 30 fences later and i'm kind of not sure if this is fun or not (laughs) (laughs) next on our list
2: and this guy honestly should be number one but our number one is sort of a surprise number one with a bullet (laughs) (laughs) yes i know (laughs) i'm talking about chris (laughs) saliza the fix the fix, couldn't baby. Couldn't be
0: any other way.
2: It couldn't be any other way. Chris Eliza, his bio reads, quote, one of the dumber and least respected of the political pundits, Donald Trump, and a fucking mouth breezer, Roseanne Barr. <laughs>
3: also a human I, golden retriever. I love a hoe who knows herself.
2: Oh, uh, well, a lot, baby. Yeah, surf <laughs> What I love about that strategy, unlike uh, his sort of, like I said, more subdued colleague Chuck Todd, who's like, danger. Sometimes sports gets talked about as well. <laughs>
0: is he literally like... Feel free to
2: unfollow during playoff season, folks. <laughs> is that he literally uh, kicks off his bio by being, check out
4: this dumb piece of shit who everyone hates. <laughs> I, I got to say, out of everyone on this list, I personally like Saliza the most. And Jennifer Rubin just oh, is... Uh, Cynical, cynical piece of shit. All she wants is more war. Jake Tapper, same thing. Chuck Todd is just a worm of a person. But Crystal is a you if you notice you only ever see him making the soy face. Like he's like genuinely excited. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's like, but he's not a true believer in like any ideology or outcome. He's just like, (gasps) politics is
0: sure wacky. Wow. They had free horn nerves at the
4: McCain funeral. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, and all the shoes are open toed. Megan, ah <laughs> He's just so happy to be there and I, he like legitimately is like, huh, there sure is no town like this. Like it just it's just like being mad at a kid.
1: I'm sorry, this is a total aside. Is Todd a skins fan? Uh are, I I, I just want to say uh, the Redskins, fuck you. That's a a big, massive fuck you. You have a successful hockey
0: team. Go watch that. I didn't agree to any sports ball. I didn't agree to any sports ball conversations. You brought it up.
4: Phase over, everybody.
2: (laughs) So uh, Felix did allude to my favorite Chris Solis tweet of all time, which was just a close-up of Dana Bash's feet. And he was like, shoe game on point. (laughs) <laughs> you know what we made fun of that for a long
0: time but Will and I went to Aussie Fest where she interviewed Tom Perez
1: and yeah. you know
3: what shoe game was on
0: point really
1: how were the toes fine it was all good okay my favorite my, oh I'm
3: gonna say my
1: favorite my favorite <laughs> fixed post was when he just uh, uh, went from Washington Post to CNN and he just posts a picture of like a box of cookies or something in the CNN break room with a caption I think I'm
0: gonna like it here <laughs>
3: Oh no! My, my That's favorite. All it takes for someone like that is <laughs> literally the joke <laughs> idea. About him
0: enjoying the free hors d'oeuvres, but he is that guy. Yo, he, oh they, yeah! They're, they're oh was, my god! Animal crackers? There was there was like a tower you know, of. You get do-
3: carrot sticks and peanut butter? What the fuck?
0: Fuck it! they a the fade oh. Zimbabwe. I don't
4: care. There was keep the treats coming. He was in a green room where there was like a tower of donut holes. And he literally took out the one that helped it maintain structural <laughs>
5: integrity.
1: <laughs> okay, I remember this. It's from 2015. It was Chris Alyssa covering the Iowa State Fair in his normal dunderheaded way, and it was like top five things from the Iowa State Fair. You remember this? Bailey? Oh, of course I and do. And number one was Jamie Lynn Spears. <laughs>
4: yes. yes! It was so great. It's like, I've never heard anyone like publicly be like, dude, you know who I want to fuck? Britney Spears' younger sister. <laughs> and the
1: others were like the fucking butter cow in all those politician speeches. Wait a minute.
0: It's
4: like headlining tonight. You're telling me there's Herb Albert and the Tijuana Brass? <laughs> I mean, that just... Crystal is the, is the guy who like walks by Victoria's Secret at the mall, and he's like... Whoa! What the fuck? I can just go in there. Awesome! <laughs> they got these sexy ass mannequins just standing around. I can jerk off for free. Crystal, Crystal is is gonna like he's gonna download the fucking Kate Upton MOBA game on his on his CNN phone.
5: Whoa! Will I get
4: to meet her. Cool. If I touch my dick, it makes cum? Wow. <laughs> This, I- this is amazing. Well, I-, I thought I was only working with, like, this dick, but, like, when I see something I like, I get even more of it. <laughs> awesome.
3: He's like oh, what of the 100 people that has porn on a blackberry.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, Crystal is probably the last person in America to say, we're going to get crunk tonight, and he probably did it, like, this week. He said it to Mrs. Fix. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get Krug full shizzle. Just <laughs> oh, he has absolutely said full shizzle in the last twenty-four hours. Yeah, I
0: don't know. Why, I don't know
4: why he's on this list. He rocks.
0: Actually, he he's good. Friend. Never mind. Disregard everything. He rules.
4: <laughs> Let uh, him be the only reporter
2: in Washington. I mean, who cares at this well, point? Well, uh, he summed up his uh, his philosophy on politics and reporting as such. My job is to assess not the rightness of each argument, but to deal in the real world of campaign politics in which perception often, if not always, trumps reality. Damn. I deal in the world- <laughs> Motherfucking spectacle up in here. I deal in the world as voters believe it is, not as I or anyone else thinks it should be.
3: Guy de board with a nail in it.
2: <laughs> to which I say, shoe game on point. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, he should be the
0: only reporter. Yes. Like we, we we this week has established to everyone's satisfaction that we don't live in anything like a republic, where there are representatives who like carry out our will. There's this administered state with like a a fucking inbred jabbering mental patient crimson king from the fucking Dark Tower series. Either
3: too president. many or too few
0: chins and there's no interaction from us we have nothing to interact with so why do we need real information we should no. just have the capering sort of jester figure of Chris Eliza just looking at people's feet no, you're- and enjoying delicious snacks you're absolutely he
3: right Here's the punch and who and is the Judy fucking- who is the Judy
2: here's the Judy this is our number one Ana Navarro
5: coming. Yes!
2: Woo! Ana Navarro come, come on up- down Coming in super hot. We've already referenced two of her most amazing statements. Uh, Amber caught the one where she literally thanked Cindy McCain for sharing John with the country.
3: She thinks she's the third.
2: And Felix is one where she said she got her 23andMe results back and was like, "Ooh, 0.04 percent West African." I knew I was a sister.
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, also as the daughter of a contra leader, she watched The Keepers on Netflix and said, "One nun, pff, amateurs."
4: <laughs> <laughs> Anna Navarro. Anna Navarro is always flying low and fast, like her dad's business partner, Barry Seal. <laughs> Her bio reads:
2: Nicaraguan by birth, American by choice, Miamian by luck. CNN, ABC, Telemundo contributor, unsuccessful dieter. Can often find me protesting a despot somewhere.
3: To be fair, I can relate to one part of that.
4: <laughs> so, yeah, you're yeah, you were very anti-Pinochet.
0: <laughs> uh, you might see me at a compound in Argentina talking to a mysterious young man with a weird mustache.
3: Chef Boyardee.
4: Yeah, what do you what do you think in a Navarro family reunion is like? It's like Anna, and then like thirty guys who all just have mysterious blonde hair. Yeah, just goose stepping up to the punch bowl. Yeah,
3: goose- es- Gustav L El Cli- Paperclip. clip. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <laughs> e- Esteban <de> <laughs> yeah oh man you do not want to do a sack race at that family reunion <laughs> hey she was she was in a, a, a mother
0: of many adopted children in brazil for a while in the <laughs> 70s just don't show up at the
4: reunion with any twins
3: Und Latinex.
4: You, you, you know so, so oh, yeah. that, that was my sack race joke it's kind of a permanent it was a that little too can... hard I, I spelled it out a little bit more oh. uh. so the uh, holocaust everybody <laughs>
2: well felix you bring up the holocaust uh here's something that's worse than that <laughs> <laughs> this better be a fashion joke. oh no this is worse i know what he's gonna bring up this okay so as a special treat for felix i searched uh Anna navarro's twitter feed for two very specific words and i'm gonna share oh, some no. of the results with you now the first one oof The father of the Muslim captain who lost his life defending our country is taking down Trump in an epic way. Powerful. Respect to him. Next up, SNL will be epic this week. (laughs) only thing Alec Baldwin has to do is read transcript of the press conference. Make germaphobes great again hashtag oh, <laughs> hashtag oh, snl skit last night told you guys it'd wait, be epic wait, 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 wait. hashtag snl sketch last night no no hashtag snl oh, okay skit last night told you guys it'd be epic trumps the comedic gift that keeps on giving and giving and giving oh he's I was, made of bacon i'm glad you're liking your stories Next up, at American Air You've been an epic failure today Almost two hours late Out of Maui Thanks for making end of my trip to paradise A 20 hour hell And you didn't drop any
1: dissidents out over the ocean (laughs) Sir, this is the worst battle bus I've ever taken
2: (laughs) Today's Father's Day Game of Thrones was epic And NBA Finals Is a nail biter If you're tweeting about politics tonight You need therapy Oh, my
0: God. That's almost too much
2: epic for words. Well, let's switch it up a little bit. Oh, no. This is going to be worse. <laughs> at a NY rest where bacon just is served as an appetizer all by itself. At Eric Erickson. Yeah. It's calling your name. She's oh, calling out. God damn it. She's, she's, she's tagging rotund <laughs> ham-faced Conservative pundit Eric Erickson in her tweet about eating just bacon uh, as an appetizer. This completely
3: conforms to my theory that Nordics moved to America to get fat, ugly, and stupid.
4: Yeah, Eric Erickson's like family back overseas. They're probably all seven feet tall. They compete in some sport where you throw a thousand pound stone over a mountain.
3: They, they're they all farm no- sheep and they're they're amazing human beings.
4: They write novels in their spare time. They're just, that are like, about building dad. a
3: relationship with their father in law.
4: Yeah, and Eric Eric is just like you know, I, I I I found out that uh, if I stop shooting the newspaper, I can read it. <laughs> like, is sp- this fucking dipshit? Eric Erickson is probably related to Nausgaard. Like, that, <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Eric, he's probably like deep, buried deep in like page thirty thousand of those books.
0: Today, today, I, I found myself deeply unsatisfied with the service at the KFC, so I had to buy a. Double down and shoot it in my backyard.
1: Our Scandinavian Americans abandon the two things that make their homeland so great a robust social welfare state and polyamory.
4: (laughs) Every time Eric Erickson jerks
2: off, it's polyamory. To round it out here, I just saw an ad for a mold to make a bowl out of bacon meant to be stuffed with other food. God. Really, at Eric Erickson? <laughs> ah,
5: what f-
0: ah. He's like his, he's, he's your bacon correspondent? Like, this, this, this bacon related innovation, it seems epic, but I can't really, like, determine its epicness until I get Eric Erickson's point of
4: view.
3: My uh, he's my
4: bacon epic consultant. That's so. That's like. That's like just seeing a picture of food and emailing your fat friend. <laughs> hey, hey, I thought you might like this. I noticed that you, you work with this a lot. It raises the question. I don't know what you're
3: talking about. It raises the They're question. Definitely how, not in a group text with Stomp. I know. No idea.
0: <laughs> how many people? have Eric Erickson as their, like, just gorging consultant. <laughs> you're, and you're, how cool is he with the fact that he has, like, 50 DMs a day from people being like, hey, the new, uh, the new snack uh, innovation at Taco Bell. Is that any good?
1: Yeah, guys, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, posting a picture of food to a group DM and arguing about it for literally three hours.
4: They don't <laughs> argue. They don't argue. They just see the picture, and Eric Erickson is, like, "Noms," And, and Anna Navarro is, like, yeah, that's an epic meal. <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah but to anna navarro eric erickson is death clock like that's the problem
2: you know this is a little chapo behind the scenes i was originally planning to do a reading series based on a book eric erickson just wrote called like a letter before dying yes (laughs) the the conceit of which is that it's like a book-length letter to his kids like
3: nordic literature doesn't it
0: yeah only he's dying because he won't stop shoving pork rinds into his fucking face <laughs>
3: no the conceit of the
4: book my is... struggle up the stairs <laughs> <laughs> the conceit of his book is
2: that him and his wife uh, went through a series of health scares and he wanted to write this book that would be like a book length letter to his children should the extremely thinkable happen <laughs>
3: And I, so I, I started. You can do that without publishing it. The
1: hell the, the scare was he found a cocktail wiener under his tit.
2: <laughs> I was gonna do it as a reading series, but then I was looking through it and it was just so fucking boring. However, at the end of this book, this letter to his family, he literally includes all his down home country recipes so that they can continue making the food that's literally putting him in the grave. Now, when you're making your mac and cheese, you want your cooking cheese and your
0: eating cheese. (laughs) My dearest son, I realized that I needed to write to you to give you my wisdom when I started sweating when
4: reading an Applebee's menu. I I love that, like, he... Like Eric Erickson probably like reads those fucking dumbass Civil War letters that are like you know my dearest Annabelle. Blah, 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 blah. Those are actually very moving, often. <laughs> <laughs> they're not. They're not at all. First of all, all those Elijah girls no, wrote, they're not. All those girls are like thirteen. Elijah
3: Houtroud's real Nuts. motherfuckers
5: know who I'm talking about. <laughs>
3: Pedos and nonsense.
5: I'm not or, a
0: but, pedo or a nonce.
4: But he like he does think he's like being profound. He's writing like you know he's. He's a man of history and destiny, but like he just he can't even hold together in the book. He's like, by the way, here are some great loaded tater skins. Like he's just such a tacky asshole. By the way, you might not be able to read this because the pages are stuck together with
2: mayonnaise. <laughs> Finally
3: it's like if scenes from a marriage came from like weird interjections from Garrison Keeler. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Finally, to round out our number one Anna Navarro, it just simply says. Can we please leave bacon out of this?
3: How um, dare you sir. Okay,
2: this is epic. How dare you, sir? This. My
3: first uh, major article actually came from Eric Erickson and the kind of um the liberal affection for him because he objected to the word conservative. <laughs> <laughs> the one and that's funny the first article I ever wrote that ever like caught fire where I was like so apparently, uh, the uh, dignified right wingers uh, are very angry at being called conservatives, and all the extremely bitch made libs are backing them up. <laughs> and it came from them deciding that actually it's wrong because it's racist, which I had to do a lot of research about. I mean, you know, research but they had to watch so much porn to find that thread like it just revealed their porn habits immediately yeah but, but for Eric Erickson
0: getting cucked means watching his wife go to town on a golden corral buffet <laughs> he's like oh oh, you're, you're going back for the chicken wings
4: and he's like dabbing his forehead who amongst us to not enjoy
3: an illuminated corral? I,
4: Eric, I, Eric Erickson is gonna get his DMs from like two Mia Khalifa leaked, but it just he was sending her pictures of Texas toast.
1: <laughs> I smelled Arby's on your collar
4: when you came into bed tonight. Is there something you care to
1: tell me? <laughs> no,
3: but I love Texas toast. <laughs> so
4: yeah. good. Well that's what I'm gonna DM Mia. I'm gonna be the first guy that doesn't get capped and made fun of by her we found love with some horsey sauce
2: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, that wraps up our countdown of the uh, dimmest DC pundits and I think so to uh, closing thoughts for tonight Mm. Uh, like I said uh, many of you probably work for the people that we make fun of so I'd just like to leave you tonight with um, record your bosses it's easy Um, Omarosa done it Record your bosses, steal information
0: from your offices, Uh, steal uh, office supplies, steal, steal everything you can from everyone you work for. If you hear any juicy information, record it and leak it to others.
1: Send us your office supplies. We can use a new three hole punch.
0: Also, the McDonald's chicken tender wrap at $2 is a dollar and pound bargain. Great
4: deal. If you're not high up, like, you don't have access to any of these people, you know, just do the old gag, go doo-doo on the company clock. It's fine. (laughs) Also, if you have Nira's drug hookup, I'd like it,
2: because I want the energy to subtweet my enemies and haters at five in the morning.
3: But in an extremely chill way.
2: Of course. It's
3: all about balance.
2: Burn shit, fuck school. (laughs) Washington JC 9:30 Club. We Thank, are, you. We Thank you. Thank you. We are Chapo the Trap House. Hot, amazing show. You give yourselves a round of applause. You guys rock, ladies and gentlemen. We are Chapo Trap House. We will be signing books in the back of the club tonight.
1: Books for sale
2: also. Books are for sale as well. In again the back of the club we hope to see you then once again Washington DC 930 club thank you guys so much good night
5: like you wanted me, calling me all the time, That blondie Check out my Chrissy behind, it's fine all over the time Like sex on the beaches What else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, what? on my titties like you wanted me calling me all the time that bondy check out my Chrissy behind it's fine all over the time what else is in the teachers of peaches like sex on the beaches uh what huh right what the best sucking on my titties like you wanna be Calling me all the time like Blondie Check out my Chrissy behind it's fine I love the time, like sex on the beaches, what else is in the teachers of peaches? Huh, oh, what? Fuck the pain away 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 Fuck the pain away